Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Hi everyone, welcome to Adventures in Autism, episode 138. I am Megan Carranza. Thank you so much for coming to listen. If it is your first episode, welcome. So happy to have you. And if you've been listening, thank you so much for coming on back to the show. And thank you so much to everyone who reached out and listened to last week's episode with Mama Fry. Eileen, I adore her. Last week was a doozy. (laughs) Um, Well, first of all, let me just say, today I'm flying solo. I haven't done like a life updates episode in quite a while. I've done a few solo episodes kind of talking about my own stuff, like the self-care and whatnot. Um, And then I've done some hot topic episodes, which I do solo. But I was looking back in the archives and I haven't done like a life update sort of checking in show since like the end of September, Um, which is crazy because obviously a lot's happened since then. So I thought I would do that today. It feels like there's been just a lot going on um, and a lot kind of coming up. So I just I like to do this every now and then kind of check in with you guys. Um, But yeah, so. Last week, uh, yeah, I had I had Mama Fry, Eileen on the show, which was so much fun. And if you haven't listened to that episode, definitely go back and check it out. She is amazing. I just love her. And we had so much fun talking about all the things autism related, but also we really got into like self-care and had like some beauty talk. It was just sort of like fun girl talk, lighthearted, which I definitely could use right now. Um, but... Um, I'm not sure how much, how many details I want to share about this, but I will, I'll share a little bit. So Wednesday, the day that I put that episode out, um, I had taken the week prior off and after, um, my, my dear friend Brian had passed away. And honestly, I have not been doing the best since then. Um, it has been very hard. It's been very difficult. And I would definitely say I'm in like a season of grieving right now and just feeling very sad. Um, obviously the way that I'm feeling is like the tiniest, littlest fraction of how my friend Amy, Brian's wife is feeling. Um, Amy is my best friend, has been my best friend since high school. And it's just been, it's, it's just been awful to be honest. Um, so I have not, I've, I've been in a a rough mental state these last couple weeks. Um, and then Wednesday I was like, okay, I'm going to get back on track. I'm going to get this episode out. And I was just trying to like, like I said, just like kind of get things back on track. Everything kind of got put on hold the week before and I felt very out of sorts. I still do. And then Wednesday happened and I, published the episode on time and was planning on putting up a post that day. And I didn't end up doing that until Friday because Wednesday afternoon, I had a very unfortunate incident happen 
where I was a victim of identity theft and I ended up getting scammed out of about $1,500, um, which in the grand scheme is, you know, not a ton of money. And the important thing is that, you know, my family is happy and healthy. I've learned these past few weeks more than ever that is really all that matters. Um, but all this to say, I, I was like hanging on by a thread at that point. Um, and then this whole scam thing happened. So yeah, I have been just not, not doing the best. Um, and I really appreciate everyone for just being so supportive and reaching out. I, you know, just continue to hear from you guys, just asking how I'm doing, how Amy's doing. And I, I appreciate it so much. Thank you just for, um, being patient with me right now, honestly. Again, this, this has just been so, so difficult. And like I said, the way that I'm feeling is, is nothing compared to how Amy's feeling. But as, as somebody who, you know, loves her so much and her kids and her family and Brian's family, um, it's just been really hard. And I'm not going to lie. I feel like I'm just kind of changed by this in, in ways that, you know, only like a, a terrible tragedy can, can change you. And, I, I know because I have been through some very dark seasons that, you know, life just keeps happening. And at first it feels really hard <laughs> when life keeps happening. Um, but you know, that's, that's just the way that things go. So I'm, I'm doing my best to both honor this time and, you know, give myself space, um, for, for grieving and sadness and just not feeling good but also trying to, you know, pick up the pieces the best that I can. And really my, my, my goal, my biggest thing right now is I just want to be there to support Amy and the kids the best that I can. Um, but that's my only, that's, that's all I can really say about this whole, the whole scam thing. I will say, um, I was very stupid. Like I said, I'm not going to give a lot of details, honestly, because I just can't talk about it anymore. But, I was very stupid and my only like little excuse is to say that I, I was just not in my right mind. I was not thinking as clearly as I normally am. Um, so I do want to say that because I feel like in the past I would hear stories like this and think, oh my gosh, like how could somebody be duped into that? Um, and I have a lot more sympathy for those people who have been duped before because I can now count myself as one of those people. Um, and I just want to say to anyone who is listening, just be careful, be on alert. There are awful, awful people out there and they prey on, you know, people like me who are in vulnerable situations. Um, sorry to get this episode off on such a, a heavy start. I do have some other things I want to talk about. Um, but I felt like this was important to share at least a little bit just cause I felt like so disjointed last week. This, like I said, really threw a wrench into everything. And I was already, you know, not, not at my, my best, not on, on top of my game. Um, and then this whole situation happened. So I'm, I'm really just like trying my best to move forward and, you know, keep on keeping on. So that's what I'll say about that, but just be careful, be on alert and watch out for yourself. That's all I want to say about that. 
Okay, so moving on to some kind of life updates. Like I said, the last time I did this was really a long time ago. It was back in, I guess, end of September. So overall, I would say that we have had a, Logan has had a, a great school year. Um, he has been doing really wonderfully. Thankfully, short of a couple, you know, days or weeks that we had at home, he really has been in school this entire year. And we're kind of wrapping up on the school year now, which is crazy. His teacher sent an email today saying that I think there's like 20 school days left, which is nuts. Um, and the interesting thing is, especially if you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you might know, I tend to like dread summertime. I have always, <laughs> really since Logan was, I mean, when he was very little, I loved, I loved summer because it was like, you know, endless summer. Um, but kind of since he started school and we saw how well he did with that like structure and routine of having the school day, it seemed like every summer things would just, the wheels would just fall off and we would struggle and it didn't matter how much I planned and how much I had, you know, for him to do, it just seemed like we always kind of missed the mark with summertime. Uh, and then last summer obviously was a very different situation because of, you know, being quarantined. Um, I mean, things were kind of loosened up a little bit in the summertime, but normally Logan does like a camp during the summer or he's done summer school. I opted out of summer school last year because it was virtual and we had just come off of, you know, several months of virtual school at that point. Although last year virtual school was like kind of a joke. I mean, it was it was fine for us to be honest with you because we we checked in like once a week with his class. We would do some kind of like online school and then we would do like once a week I would talk to his speech therapist. We'd kind of run like a virtual session. But Logan is not cut out for virtual school, which, like I said, the the few days that we did have to do virtual schooling this year were not were not his best. So yeah, we opted out of summer school last year, and even summer school has was not always like our favorite because it's a shorter day, and he he didn't have school on Fridays, so he would always struggle with that. Like it was hard for him to he was like ready to go to school on Fridays, and it was hard for him there was many Fridays where he would have like a meltdown and just be sad and crying because he wanted to go to school. And that was really tough. Um, and like I said, we would do camps. Like I would just really try to like fill the summer with activities and it just seemed like we were always missing the mark. And then last summer we did have, he was like part-time at his ABA clinic. Um, last summer was also crazy because that was not my sister for, again, for people who have been listening was was diagnosed with brain cancer last summer so last summer was like very taken up pretty much the entire summer she was either in surgery or recovering from surgery and then for a long portion of the summer she was doing radiation which was like a daily thing um so last summer was crazy there was like so much going on with her and just everything was, our, our whole life had been kind of upended, you know, she was living here and we were, we were just like really focused on, on one day at a time and just kind of getting through. It was like every morning I would drive, I would drop off Logan at therapy at his, his clinic and I would take her to radiation. I would bring her back home so she could like take a nap. I would go back and pick up Logan. There was just a lot going on. 
But despite all of that, Logan actually had like a really good summer. <laughs> Once we got into into therapy and he had that little bit of structure and he was mostly going for half days. He had a couple longer days during the week. He he did awesome. And we had gotten a pool last summer. It wasn't like a huge pool, but it was it was a big enough one that they could actually the kids could really like swim in it. Um, I think it was like two and a half feet deep, and like 12 feet across. So we are ready to get that pool going again this year. Um, and we just literally spent like most waking hours outside if he wasn't in therapy. Um, and he would go from like the pool to the trampoline to the swing. And he was just, he was happy. And like, that was the first time that I'd really seen him having downtime and like knowing no how to fill his time or like having enough things to do to fill his time that he wasn't, you know, anxious or, or angsty or like looking for things to do. And I actually think it was a really good thing for him, which I've talked about this, I know, on the show. Manny and I talked about this when we did our episode together back in December. I feel like we've seen a big change in Logan this past year, just with him being able to, like, self-regulate. Um, and that's been huge. That has been just a, a, a game changer, really, for him. Because in the past, he's really had a hard time with that. And I think it has a lot to do with him just maturing and growing up. And I think, you know, being an ABA for so long, we are taking a break now. And we have been since like the fall, late fall. Um, I think ABA gave him the tools, though, that he needed. And he's been able to to use those tools to like implement and move forward. And again, he's just he's gotten a little bit older, a little more mature. And he is is much better at self-regulating. I am going to talk about his anxiety, which has been an issue lately. So stay tuned for that. Um, but all this to say, after last summer and now kind of heading into this summer, I actually feel better about this summer than I have in a long time, which is interesting because I think I think most of that has to do with the fact that, like I said, I, I do see this shift in Logan and I think I have hope at least. I'm really hoping this could definitely come back to bite me. And I may be doing an episode in a few months saying, wow, I really miscalculated that. But I really have hope that this summer he is going to enjoy his downtime. And we're going to, you know, have another awesome like time hanging out at the pool and jumping on the trampoline and just like playing outside because that really is like how Logan is happiest. He, he really does love water. Like he loves it. We, we went to an indoor water park for a couple days over spring break. And even though we have been having issues with anxiety, it was like, he's just so happy when he's in the water. So even that little pool that we had, like that definitely scratched that itch for him and he was thrilled. So I don't have as much planned going into this summer we are going to do summer school. Uh, the dates just seem to work out better this year. And then some of the camps that he's done in the past are still virtual. There was one that he's done that is going to be in person, but we're actually planning a vacation um, in, in June, like just a week or so after he gets out, maybe two weeks after he gets out of school. And he was going to miss some of the, uh, like a week or so for this vacation just with the, with the dates of this camp. Um, and it was, it was it, it like the session was shorter than usual. So 
we decided to go with summer school because it's going to be starting like end of June. So he won't have too long of a break. Summer school usually runs like right in the middle of summer and it's like four weeks long. This year, they're, yeah, it's starting a little bit earlier and I think it was extended a little bit. Um, it's also going to be in his same classroom. Um, a, a friend of mine, I actually, I know the teacher through her and I, she has amazing things to say about the teacher. So I just felt good about, about summer school this year. And we may, depending on how, you know, this first part of summer goes, we may try to, to do a camp or something towards the end of summer. But like I said, I really have hope that we're just going to have like a good summer. The other thing about Logan that's interesting is he in the past has been like such an early riser and he's still an early riser. Don't get me wrong. But I always would laugh when people would talk about like, oh, it's summer or like the weekend we get to sleep in. Like with my children, there like really is no sleeping in. But Logan has started sleeping like a little bit later. Like there are times where, you know, it's like 630 and I actually have to wake him up to get him ready for school. I mean, in the past, that was like never a thing. So I, I like the idea of us, you know, not having like to rush somewhere in the morning. Um, I think that would be nice. So yeah, I have these plans of us having this like relaxed, you know, lazy summer by the pool. Again, I, I may be kidding myself, um, but that's what I'm hoping for. So hopefully <laughs> that's what happens and I will, I will update later. We are very excited for our family vacation. We always go somewhere every summer. We usually go to the family that I used to nanny for has a beautiful beach house in Michigan and it's great. It's only like a couple hours away. The house is amazing. It's like two blocks from the beach. It's in like a very kind of quiet little beachy town in Michigan. There's not like a ton to do, but it really is just like we get to kind of relax and hang out. And we may still do that like at the end of summer. Um, just because, like I said, my, my friends own it, so we can kind of go whenever they're very, very generous with us, and we love them. Um, but Manny and I had talked about doing, like, a bigger family vacation this year. He actually had seen, like, in Facebook ads, you know, there'd be, like, those VRBO ads that pop up, and there was this house that he kept seeing in, in Tennessee. It was in Pigeon Forge, which is near, like, Gatlinburg. Um, I don't know any of this, but I know it's all near the Smoky Mountains. And he was telling me, oh my gosh, this looks amazing. We should check this out. And he was showing me these, these vacation rentals. And I was like, wow, that does look really cool. These, these, it's like these huge log cabins, like in the Smoky Mountains that had like indoor pools. I mean, they were really cool. <laughs> so we ended up deciding just to kind of go for it. Um, so we have this vacation booked and we are stoked. We are going to be going to Dollywood, which I am so excited about. <laughs> um, it looks very kid friendly. And, and then I think we're also going to spend a couple days in Nashville because Manny and I have been there before and the girls we're very jealous. When we went, they want to go really bad. And Logan loves like live music too. So hopefully, you know, things will be opened up and we won't have to worry too much. Um, we'll be driving, which this is going to be a long drive. I think it's like nine hours to get to Pigeon Forge. This is definitely <laughs> a, a bigger vacation than we have done in the past. Um, I might share a little more about this, like upcoming, like how we're kind of preparing for vacation. Cause I know that's something when I've talked about hot topics, um, like looking for, for topics for hot topics. Um, that was something that had come up before. It was like 
family vacations or just like, you know, planning big trips and stuff and how it, that looks different, you know, for families like ours and definitely something to consider. So, and we, we have, we did a lot of research. We made sure that, you know, everything would kind of work for us. Um, and then whenever we do go to town, we have like certain protocols we always like to follow just to sort of ensure that everyone has a good time. So if you're interested in hearing more about that, let me know. I, I can talk about that more as we kind of get a little bit closer. But yeah, so that's our plans for summer and we are, we're very excited. I, like I said, I usually have a lot of anxiety and I'm like counting down the days that school is going to be out in a bad way. Like I'm like, oh my gosh, there's only this many days left. There's only this many days left. And I, I can't say I don't have that at all. Like I'm, I have a little bit of nervousness just because I'm, I'm not entirely sure how it's going to turn out. But I just feel differently about this summer than I have in years past, which that feels good, even even just that on its own, to be like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm not entirely sure how this is going to go, but I know we're going to figure it out. And that's what I'm thinking. So let me know how you guys are feeling about summer, what your plans are, are camps open around you, th that kind of stuff. I mean, I feel like, you know, things are getting better as far as like, COVID stuff. I don't know about like in your areas. It seems like more and more people are getting vaccinated, um, which is great. And I feel like the more people get vaccinated, the, the closer we can get to, you know, life again, hopefully. Um, and it seems like we're headed in the right direction. So that is promising. Um, all right, I'm going to take a quick break and then I'm going to come back and share a little more. So stay tuned. For you, the listeners of Adventures in Autism podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I often get asked for book recommendations related to autism, and one that I always go back to is called The Out of Sync Child by Carol Kranowitz, and it was actually recommended to me by a friend who is also an OT, and I read this book years ago before Logan was even diagnosed. It's not necessarily just for autism. It also goes into like sensory processing disorder or ADHD, but it's just very valuable information and a really great resource that I still pull from today, even though I read it years ago. So that's a really good one. Sometimes just to get my mind off things, I also just enjoy good old chiclet. <laughs> I love anything by Emily Giffen, like something borrowed or something blue, and those are available on Audible as well, but you can pick from any of their titles. So to download Download your free audiobook today. Go to audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism. All one word. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash adventures in autism for your free audiobook. Okay, so one other thing I wanted to talk about in, on today's episode, and I know I have mentioned it a little bit on recent episodes, like in conversation. But we have been dealing with uh, a tough season of anxiety with Logan. And this started a couple months ago. And it's very interesting because last year, I remember specifically on Easter, Logan had a really hard day. And his anxiety had been peaking. And it seems like that day, like everything just hit a boiling point And he was just really struggling. And like I said, we had, we had been having a hard time with him for maybe a couple weeks leading up to that. 
And at the time, I really blamed a lot of it on, you know, pandemic-related stuff. Because at that point, we were out of school and therapy. And we had just, like, so much free time on our hands. And like I said, before, before really, like... I would say this summer, like kind of more like, or last summer, I should say, like more like midsummer, we really had always had a hard time. Logan, Logan had had a hard time with like too much downtime. That was never something that was good for him. It did seem to kind of spike his anxiety and we had dealt with some seasons of anxiety in the past, but it seemed like it made sense that he was having anxiety at that time. Cause we're like, okay, well, you know, we're out of school, we're out of therapy his whole routine is thrown upside down and it was just, we just kind of chalked it all up to that. So we did kind of tweak some things. We ended up starting a new medication, um, more like probably closer to summertime by the time we actually found something that was working for him. Um, and then we kind of, we got through that season. And like I said, by like summertime, especially midsummer, it seems like he actually had really hit his stride and we were doing really well. And then this year it was like, almost identical timing, like kind of leading up to Easter, we started seeing anxiety and it honestly seemed like it kind of came out of nowhere. Um, but Logan will have some pretty intense anxiety attacks and they are, it's hard to pinpoint like what it is that brings them on because I mean, there was, I remember on spring break, um, this past year, like that, or so really it was just a, you know, a month ago a couple months ago, um, we were playing outside and Logan was like totally happy and fine. And most of the time with him, it starts with like pacing. He'll be pacing back and forth and then it turns into whining. And sometimes we can like deescalate and, you know, get him to calm down, especially like car rides tend to be really helpful. But then there's other times where there's nothing we can do. And that pacing and whining turns into like crying and yelling and just him being really, really upset. It's, it's not like what I would call, huh, I don't know. It's, it's hard because Logan doesn't really have meltdowns. Um, that's never been something we've really dealt with. Like when he gets upset or something and like typical behavior for him is if, if he's like mad or upset about something, he will kind of like make a sound of protest, like, like that kind of thing. Or he might try to like, you know, if, if he's, there's something he wants and we're not giving it to him, he might try to like push us over to what it is like, just to kind of like show us like, no, I really want that. Um, but this is, this is not like an, he's never angry. He's never aggressive. It's really just, he's very sad and he will cry. And it's like the saddest, most like guttural cry that just breaks my heart into a million pieces every time. And a lot of times with him, it's like once he's in that season of anxiety, it can last for a long time, meaning like the actual episodes can last for a long time, but also just once he's in that, that place we, that we could see this for weeks or even months where it's almost like daily. And the interesting thing is, you know, last year when this was happening, he wasn't in school. So this was all like at home and we just did our very best to manage it. Like I said, we did, you know, kind of tweak some things with meds. Um, but then this year, because he was in school, he actually did have, there was a few different days where he had anxiety attacks at school, which was really surprising to me because school is like his happy place. He loves school. He always has. We're so lucky about that. 
And it kind of threw everything that I thought about, you know, last year out the window thinking it was, it was, you know, kind of pandemic related. And now I am still scratching my head about the whole thing. I feel like there must be some kind of correlation with springtime. I don't know if it's like he senses school is ending. So that's upsetting to him or, you know, it it could literally just be like something to do with the, the seasons changing. I, I mean, he doesn't show any signs of like allergies or like physical symptoms, but I don't know. It could be something to do with the pressure in the air. Maybe he has a headache. Again, when you have a kiddo who's nonverbal like Logan, even though we, we try to, you know, prompt him using his device to try to get whatever information we can out of him, you are just often, you know, playing detective and trying to figure things out and, Sometimes there's an answer, but very, very often there's not one that you can come across or you can find. And so that's kind of where, where we've been at. Um, so that's been really tough because things, again, like school or even, like I said, in the car, like that's one of Logan's favorite things is to be in the car. And there was times when we would get him in the car to go somewhere. He, he loves being out and about. That usually makes him so happy. And there have been several times lately where we are, we're planning to do something and we have to, you know, kind of quickly abort the mission because it's, it's not going well. And that's been tough. There was a time, this was a few weeks ago, we, I could tell Logan just wanted to get out of the house. He was pacing a lot. And again, taking a car ride usually helps. Sometimes we go somewhere. Sometimes we just drive around. He's usually happy with that too. Our new thing is he loves uh, Dunkin' Donuts has snackin' bacon, which is like this little pouch of bacon. And if you know Logan, you know he loves bacon, <laughs> um, which he's not like a big drive through kid. Like the, my girls, like we could go literally anywhere and they'd be, we go to McDonald's, obviously, like they're thrilled. They love Starbucks. They love anything. <laughs> With Logan, though, it's it's harder to find those kind of things. So it's been, that's been kind of fun lately. I'll get like a latte and he'll get his snack and bacon and we'll go for a drive. Um, but this, this was one day where in particular I could tell he wanted to get out of the house. He definitely was like getting anxious. He definitely will get like cooped up. Like that's typical of Logan. He wants to get out of the house, especially, I think it was, it was either a Saturday or a Sunday. It was on the weekend. So Manny and I were like, all right, why don't we take the kids to, it's like our favorite like local kind of pizza place. It, very, very kid friendly. So we go there. If we're going to go out for dinner, that's usually where we go because it's super kid friendly. And Logan usually loves going there. He's super happy to be there. And we were in the car. We get him in the car. He's again, happy in the car, but we're like halfway there. And he was starting to get anxious and he was starting to get upset. And we were kind of like, Ooh, should we try this? Like, what should we do? And I was like, well, I'm like, once he sees that we're, that we're going there, like he should be okay. Cause he really likes going there. No, totally. As soon as we sat down, it started to escalate. I tried to get him up and just kind of take him to the bathroom, take him for a little walk around the restaurant. He kind of started to calm down. But then as soon as we got back to the table, he started to get upset again. So I said to Manny, I'm like, change the pizza order to, to go we got to hightail it out of here. And then the other issue is when Logan has anxiety, my youngest, Layla, she tends to, she's just very clingy, um, in general with me. And so like when I'm trying to like tend to him or I'm giving him attention, she then wants to like be all over me, wants me to pick her up and wants to be like, she's like, mommy, mommy, no, pay attention to me too. <laughs> so that's what happened that day. So I, I, 
basically ran out of that restaurant with like two crying kids, Manny and Liliana waited for our pizza. Um, and you know, we got out alive, which honestly is all that matters to me at this point. Um, but yeah, we've just, we've had a lot of, of anxiety lately. I am nervous to say it, but knock on wood, it seems like we've been doing a little better these last couple weeks. Logan has had minimal anxiety. We, I mean, we were doing like every day we were having anxiety attacks and it was really, really difficult. And so to even have like a day or two off felt like a break. Um, but yeah, it seems like maybe we're turning the corner. I did take him a couple weeks ago to his pediatrician just for like, it was actually his, his well visit for his eight year old checkup. I'm a little late on that. He turned eight in December. Um, but you know, I've been blame COVID. Um, and I talked to his pediatrician about it and we decided to up his, his meds a little bit. He's not on a medication for, anti-anxiety specifically, but it's kind of more of like, um, it's like a mood stabilizer. I'm always hesitant to say the name of any medications because I feel like it's so different from person to person. But if you're curious, you can send me a message and I, I'll, I'll share it with you. Um, but yeah, the medication he's on now has, has really been good for him and just kind of like helping him in all ways to kind of like, just, just sort of calm a little bit. Um, again, not, not specifically for anxiety, but it does help him just to kind of calmness all around. It also helps with his, um, I'm trying to think of the word to use like impulsivity. It helps just sort of like give him that a little bit of pause where he normally does not have that pause. Um, uh, it was recommended to us by his psychiatrist who, we have to find a new psychiatrist because we have new insurance and our old psychiatrist does not take this one, which is very upsetting because I really, really love that psychiatrist. But I feel like he gave us a lot of good information and Logan's actually gained some weight, which is wonderful. He is a very scrawny kiddo. So we were very happy to see that he gained some weight and it actually, it gave us a little more leeway as far as dosages. So we haven't upped the dose yet. We were kind of finishing out this, this last bottle of, of what he had at his old dose. And we are going to just up at the tiniest bit and see how that goes. Like I said, this medication has been really helpful for him. So I'm hopeful that, you know, just this little bit extra would be, would be a good thing for him. Um, but yeah, it does feel like maybe as far as the anxiety goes, we are rounding the corner a little bit. The weather is getting nicer. So we're able to, you know, be outside more, which he loves. Although, it seems like with him, and let me know if you guys see this too, but it's like when one thing is an issue, it seems like any other issue we have is like exacerbated. So the anxiety has obviously been like the biggest problem, but then that has led to more like sleep issues or with Logan, he has, um, Pika, which is like, he's actually diagnosed with it, but you know, that's common with kids on the spectrum that they want to eat like non-edible items. So for him, especially when we're outside, he wants to eat like dirt or leaves or mulch or sticks and that is one of those things we kind of see like it kind of comes and goes and especially last summer I was amazed because we did spend so much time outside and it was like barely an issue well lately it's like we're outside for a minute and he is going for the dirt he's going for the leaves he's going for the grass like, it doesn't matter what it is um which that is stressful because he loves being outside my daughters love being outside and it's it's something we all enjoy, but it's like, I feel like I have to be on such high alert with him. He is so quick when it comes to that stuff. So this, uh, is actually something I would like to talk about more, um, 
on a hot topic episode. I'm planning to do one on difficult behaviors because that was highly requested. Um, let me know what difficult behaviors your kids have. I've heard from many of you about this, but I think this is something that we can all, even if our kids don't have the same difficult behavior, we can all relate to. I literally just posted earlier today. We had a real shit show, literally. Um, I'll save this for the episode and I'll get kind of more into it, but Logan has probably his worst habit, his worst like difficult behavior is, um, poop related. <laughs> I'll think of a nicer way to say this when I do the episode. Um, but this is not something that he has done in a long time. It's honestly been like years where he has played with poop and that was an issue today, a bad, a big issue. So like I said, when it rains, it pours. Um, and that's just kind of like where we're at right now. I've joked about this before, but I'm like, is there like a curse that I need like lifted? Like, is there a spell I can do or something? Um, and every now and then I get this feeling like, oh my gosh, like, <laughs> what can I do to like turn things around? And that's kind of how I'm feeling right now. Um, like I said, it just seems like we've had a lot happening just in the, these last like, you know, few weeks or months, um, just, just some difficult times. So I'm extremely hopeful for things to turn around. I'm saying all my prayers that, you know, we just, we just, we're, we need, we need a little bit of a break. I'm not going to lie. I, I definitely need a break. The other, of course, like timing is everything. So my, I've talked about this before, like I'm on this, you know, self-care journey, health journey, um, which is going well. So I've been in therapy since I think I started in like October, November-ish, um, which has been great. And my therapist went on maternity leave and she had sent out like an email months ago, kind of giving the dates and whatnot. And I have, I've not been doing therapy like as intensely with her because I felt like I was like getting to a better place. She'd been super helpful. If you have never, you know, done therapy. I'm a huge advocate for it. I think anyone can benefit, but especially if you're dealing with a lot, just like talking to someone is so helpful. And I felt like, okay, she's going to be on maternity leave for like three months. We've only been talking like once a month at this point, maybe like every couple weeks if, if it, we could fit it in the schedule. But I had said to her, like, she's like, I have a, a colleague who's going to take over my clients. And I'm like, you know what? I think it's okay. Like when you come back from your maternity leave, we'll touch base then. And you know, we can schedule a session then, but I'm like, I should be okay. And then like all this stuff happened, like literally her, her last day, that was like the week that Brian passed away. So it, it's just been like, there's just, there's just so much happening and my therapist is on maternity leave. <laughs> so yeah, I maybe do need to reach out to her colleague because lots, lots going on right now. Um, okay. I'm really sorry if this was like a downer of an episode, but you know, sometimes I just need to like get all this out. And honestly, I really do. I think it's so important to just like be honest about the tough stuff because especially in like the age of social media, I mean, obviously Instagram is like a highlight reel. I really do try to keep it real. Um, and I do, I honestly, like I never, I, I never post something that doesn't feel like authentic or real to me no matter what it is. Um, but I, I, 
I think a lot of times we, we talk about things sort of like after the fact. And I've heard people say before, they, you know, you want to speak from like a scar, not a wound. Um, and I can respect that completely. I myself like am just a open wound kind of individual. So I don't necessarily have a problem <laughs> talking about the, 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 the wounds. Um, but more than anything, I just, because I just think it's so important to keep it real. And this is what's happening right now. This is, this is our life right now. It is not fun. <laughs> it's, there's some real tough stuff happening and we're just doing our best. And that's really, that's, that's all I can kind of say. So that is all for today. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much you guys just for your support. I have not been the best at keeping up with like my correspondence lately, but just know I am, I'm seeing your messages. I appreciate them so much. I respond every time I can. I definitely do have some people I need to read or respond to. Um, I've had some inquiries for guests. So anyone who is looking to be a guest, always send me the message. I might not get back to you right away, but I am always thrilled to hear from you guys. And truly just, I appreciate the support so much. Even, you know, people online, it doesn't matter like near or far, just knowing that you have people that care for you when you're, you know, going through hard stuff, I think is, is, it is, is so helpful. And I, it really, I appreciate it so much. So thank you. Um, if you're not following me on social media and you would like to, you can find me on Instagram at adventures and autism pod on Facebook at adventures and autism podcast, or you can email me at adventures and autism 2018 at yahoo.com. I always love hearing from you guys. If you are a fan of the show and you have not let not yet left a review on Apple podcast, I would be so grateful if you would leave a rating and review Kind words are always wonderful, but if you just want to tap that five star, that really helps too. Oh, one more fun thing. I guested on uh, another podcast, Labeled and Loved, um, which they are three, maybe there's four. I can't remember who all is on the board, but everyone who is a part of that uh, nonprofit, Julie Hornock, um, Stephanie Hanrahan, and I'm like totally blanking they have this wonderful nonprofit and they are putting together these retreat. Oh, Lisa Pina. <laughs> they've all been, they've all been guests on this podcast and I adore these women. They're amazing. They are planning these retreats, which I am planning to go on there. It was actually supposed to happen. I think this month or it was going to happen in April and they had to reschedule because of COVID. Um, but the new one I think is going to be in the fall. Um, and I'm planning to go with a couple of my like local, bestie autism mama friends and I know many of you I've spoken to are also planning to go um but they have a podcast now that they're doing Stephanie is the host it's amazing every episode they've put out so far is wonderful um and her and I recorded that together a couple months ago and that is out now so if you want to you know check that out give them some love please do and that is all for today but until next time take care (music) 